2: Talking Angels baseball today with our very own Richard Justice. He is uh, here, there, and everywhere during uh, spring training right now as it's uh, Matt waymeyer pinch-hitting today for Allison Footer on the Angels podcast. And, Richard, we thank you for the time. And, uh, Richard, I want to start off with the guy who is the center of attention as well he should be for this Angels team, the reigning and two-time MVP, Mike Trout. He made some comments to the media the other day that – He wants to get back to being uh, the speedy Mike Trout that he was in his first full year when he stole 49 bases. Uh, I think he only had 49 the next two seasons combined. He did steal 30 last year, but the stolen base part of his game has not been as big a part of his game as it was uh, back four or five years ago. So given the fact that, uh, Richard, he's put on a lot of muscle, a lot of bulk, has he sacrificed at any speed, and if so, Uh, do you think that's a realistic uh, plateau for him? I don't want to put anything past Mike Trout, but what do you think the odds are that he can reach that 40 stolen base plateau? Well,
0: that's pretty tough to do. I would think, uh, look, I would never doubt the guy. And, right, he is a bigger player than he was earlier in his career. On the other hand, stealing bases is about aptitude a lot of times and getting a read, and there's nobody better than that. You know, I think the larger part of this is, He's the best player in the game. He's on a career arc to be one of the ten best players ever. And I think this is the way you challenge yourself. Uh, yesterday, in, or two days ago in batting practice, he was dropping down bunts the way guys do at the, at the opening of, of every round of batting practice. And Andrelton Simmons and one of the coaches were standing out there and said, hey, put the bunt between us. He dropped a bunt exactly between the two guys. So I think he's a guy that if you put him in a competitive situation and uh, challenge him to do something, and in this case he's challenging himself – Get out of the way.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, like you said, there is no reason to put anything uh, past Mike Trout, who is on his way to becoming one of the all-time greats in just his whatever this is his fifth or sixth full uh, big league season. And Richard, do you get the sense that uh, even though Mike Trout is still so young, but he is at the same time so accomplished? Is he becoming more of a of a vocal? clubhouse leader instead of just one of the you know young talented guys can you see him kind of transitioning into this new role uh for this angels team which is trying to build itself back into a contender
0: i think he's more a lead by example guy a guy that prepares the same way every day and he's really remarkable you know matt in his first 881 games i hope his next 881 are exactly like this no pretenses about the guy he clearly he plays the game with a certain joy And I think that's how it rubs off on teammates. He's not a guy given to saying a lot, but how he plays the infectious nature of his game. I think it rubs off on everybody. You know, it seems like only yesterday that he was going, do you think my uh, Albert Pujols knows my name? (laughs) And now he's at this place in the game and he keeps challenging himself. And, And the great thing is he's still 25 years old that, you know, when he comes to your ballpark, to your city, you have a chance to see somebody that is may do things we've never seen before in terms of production and, and just general excellence. Even the people who know him best are just blown away by how much he loves the game and how many different ways he can impact the game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well said. And you brought up uh, Albert Pujols. You know, at, at one time, Mike Trout is in awe of this guy as well. He, you know, should have been. But now I think that, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, a legend and a future legend. And uh, Mike Trout, obviously, as for the, the current legend, the, uh, you know, no-doubt slam dunk Hall of Famer one day, Albert Pujols. Uh, Richard, give us an update on him. He underwent that uh, serious uh, foot surgery in the offseason. Uh, how is he progressing and how soon do you expect him to go, you know, full tilt here in spring training workouts? Well, he's hitting on the field, and that's a huge step in the right direction. And he says his hitting
0: is not far behind where it normally is. Now, you know, the guy, he's, he's a workaholic. He's a guy that begins hitting very early. So, I mean, he gets thousands of swings in. In terms of running, he's running on a zero-gravity treadmill, so he's not there yet. I mean, the Angels don't go out and sign Luis Albuena if they don't have some question about Albert's availability, not just for opening day, but for a while, and, He and Mike Socia, the the, the thing for Albert, I think this is the thing Mike Socia wants. Just be honest with how you're feeling. If you don't play in April, we want, whenever you you come back, we want the full Albert because it's important. We think we're a postseason team, and you have to be a big part of it. So it's day by day. He's not ready to run yet, but uh, hopefully in the next two or three weeks, uh, he'll progress to that point.
2: Yeah, no reason whatsoever to rush things with a guy of uh, Pujols' caliber and uh, talent even at, uh, you know, this stage of his career. He could still give you at full health a 30 and 100, uh, no question. So no reason to rush things. We'll see how that uh, injury recovery progresses uh, for the machine. And you brought up that kind of conundrum at first base uh, because you don't know right now when Pujols is going to be back to 100%. The team goes out. They sign Valbuena. They've got C.J. Krohn in that first base mix. How do things kind of shake out right now? Are they, are they committing to, to one plan over another, or are they waiting to see kind of how everything falls into place? Yeah,
0: I think Mike Socia hopes it's a problem sooner rather than later because uh, the sooner Albert gets back, then he has to make a decision on playing time. I think the kind of money that they gave Luis Albuena, and it's not just the money, they, I think Billy Epler has said this, uh, he's probably going to get the bulk of the playing time. CJ Crohn's had a good all season he looks good he showed up looking good so it'll be a battle. you know you know Matt baseball is a cruel cool game the way these things work out is the health and production and everything will take care of itself and, the, and Mike Socia has a, has a credibility with his players that he that they trust him to figure out how to put them in position to succeed uh, but if I, if I had to guess, I guess we will see Crohn and Valbuena on opening day uh, in, the, in, the, in the opening day lineup, but as soon, as soon as Albert can come back, he's in there, and then I would guess Val Buena plays. And, and you know, at the, at the age that Albert is at, Mike's going to have to manage his playing time and his health, and hopefully Albert will be honest with him about how, every, how his body's feeling.
2: Yeah, it seems like uh, with every team, there's at least uh, one spot, one position where there's a bit of a log jam. And for the Angels right now, that is definitely uh, first base with, uh, like we've discussed, Pujols, Valbuena, and C.J. Cron in the mix. We'll see how things progress. A lot of it hinges on the recovery to health uh, for Albert Pujols. And, uh, Richard, I want to ask you, I think it's the first time in 12 years that there's been an Angel Spring training without Jared Weaver. Is that is that a bit odd without him around right now? I think there's a certain amount of sadness to it that Mike Socia develops a bond with his players.
0: And I thought right up until the day he signed elsewhere that even though he has struggled, his velocity had declined, I just thought he belonged in an angel's uniform. And I think they, I thought Mike Socio would trust him enough. He. I remember he would say last year when he was struggling, we've always figures it out. So yes, he's, he's a core guy in, in the history of the franchise and not that far removed from being one of the five or six best pitchers in the American League. But it tells you that maybe it was time to move on. The Angels had 36 pitchers in camp. Some of that is the fact that spring training is a week longer because of the World Baseball Classic. Some of it is the fact that you need an inventory of pitching. Uh, So clearly they just felt it was time for a divorce from Jared Weaver even though he's held in the highest regard in the system.
2: Yeah, he's a guy you root for, no question. He's not uh, that far away. He signs with uh, the Padres, of course, so he's still in uh, Southern California. But, uh, you know, to not have him there at Angels Camp has got to be definitely weird and uh, but like you said his uh, contributions to that organization uh, cannot be overstated uh, he's such a key part of that rotation for so many years and i'm sure that you know everybody in the angels organization which uh, wishes, wishes the veteran the best and hopes that uh, he gets back to the pitcher he once was uh, with a fresh start with the Padres here in 2017. Richard, to begin to wrap up, uh, you were telling me that uh, you've had some conversations with uh, both Billy Epler and Mike Sosha. From those discussions, from your observations uh, in Angels Camp so far, what are some things that have kind of stood out to you?
0: What stood out is the the number of pitchers and guys like Alex Meyer, former first-round draft pick, is in, t- in camp as a non-roster guy. He's ch- tweaked his delivery over the offseason. And, and I think one interesting thing Mike Sosha said was that so many teams have extra pitchers in camp. I think the Cubs have close to 40 because of the World Baseball Classic, because spring training's a week longer, there's more work to be gotten in. He said there's going to be players this year that are going to play in the big leagues because they got this opportunity uh, of extra guys. The, and the other thing with the Angels, and the key to the whole season is Matt Shoemaker and Garrett Richards being healthy. They're one and two starters. So far they've passed every test, but – you know, obviously, it's a long way to go, not just in spring training, but a long way to go till we get to October. The Angels feel like, hey, we're an October team if those two guys can take the mound the whole year.
2: Yeah, I think uh, most people agree the most uh, wide-open division in baseball, no question, is the AL West, and the Angels have as good a shot as any of the other four teams in that division to emerge uh, at the top of the heap here in 2017. Richard Justice, always a pleasure. We will talk again soon. In the meantime, it's Matt Wehmeyer signing off
1: Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best